Welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti. And I'm Danielle Galarno. And this week, we had Ariana Abdul, pop singer's touring, or she just finished touring. Uh, and we'll get into her. It was a little bit of a quick episode. Um, I'm going to be honest, I sucked on that episode. So did I. Yeah, we were bad. I just think, so we've been really trying to record. And we apologize, Ari, because normally we're better than this. Yeah, and she was such a sweet girl, and she yeah. was a lot of fun, and she actually surprised me a lot, because I didn't yeah. know a lot about her going into it, and then I listened to some of her music, and then it, like meeting her just surprised me a lot, especially her vibe, everything, but like in the best way possible. Yeah, she was like very, just listening to her music, I thought she would be like more like chill, mellow, but she was like really like bright and bubbly almost. Yeah, that's you know what, what I, I was mean? literally like, going to yeah. say. She was not as like... I thought she was going to be a lot quieter, introverted, but wasn't at all. No, she was great. And like she warmed up to us so fast where yeah. I feel like we, we had a harder time warming yeah. up. Like we okay. were the ones. Okay, so I can answer if you don't want, but why do you think you didn't do well? And I didn't think you were bad. You were just shy or something that episode. I think, I, I don't know. So you know what it was? And now for people listening or watching, we don't have the studio anymore, which we love. Like we love being remote. We love going to Bud Stage recording there. We recorded this one at the Underground. No, Velvet Room. Uh, Velvet Underground. Velvet Underground, yeah. So <laughs> uh, Velvet Underground. And we love doing that because it's super cool. You're, you're on the go. You get to do these things. But then, you know, this one, we were recording downstairs. It was kind of small. We couldn't find the parallel. We brought an extension cord, but it was kind of too short. It was and way too short. Yeah, it was like, we, we have a light that we bring, but it was kind of dark, but like it kind of fits the vibe of her music. But all of this, you're kind of rushing. And she's like just like so nice and just like kind of sitting there she ready was just like so and, chill yeah which and she had the show that night and it was her first show on the tour on the tour was in toronto i'm pretty yeah, sure it so was like, and she was just like so chill and she's like just trying to like yeah this is gonna be my vibe going out me and ricky were like uh well yeah like, is this our first show <laughs> literally it felt like this was our first time doing the podcast and i just feel like we've really been trying to and we've done like some great episodes off site and even the short form ones like the one we do with Corey can't we yeah, we were but, good on that one there's also, I think, a sense of comfort in when the we studio, in yeah. the studio or even here. Like, I do feel more comfortable. I feel like I do better when we're here versus when we're off. Okay, so I haven't recorded. That? I don't know, but we haven't recorded at Dear Lady in a while. So I would want to go there again to see if maybe because the last time we recorded at Dear Lady was like my second episode alone with you. Who was that? Banks and Ranks. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, you were comfortable that that episode. I wasn't. Oh, you weren't. You looked. I barely talked. I feel like you became really good friends with them though. So did you. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Anyways. No, but I know what you mean. But so I'd like to go there to see if I'm comfortable there now. I just can't even think anymore. No, well, it's tricky, right? Like Or that's like if maybe I'm just more comfortable here. So I want to go test that out again. I've only done one at Universal. We wasn't bad, get... but wasn't my best, but no. wasn't bad. What, Sophia? Yeah. I thought you were good with Sophia. I thought you were really good that episode. But I don't, I just vibe with her. No, really yeah, crazy. I thought, you, but that's exactly, that's the difference of being good and not so good. Okay, if, the, like, if, if I would have been more, I was uncomfortable though. So, I may have vibed with her, but I was uncomfortable. Really, so I, I thought you were, that's probably, I think your best episode. Really? Robin Adelini and hers were your best episodes. Because I was here. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Maybe I think, I'm better just with women. Yeah, maybe that's, <laughs> the thing is, when you feel that, like, at least this is for me. I feel I have my best episodes when I feel like I became friends with them. By the end of the episode, if I feel like I became friends with them, then I feel like I did my job. But like and I, was I good. think we would have vibed really well with Ari if we did it here. Or if we had more time. Because she's or if we had more time yeah. because 
even just talking to her for like we had like maybe 20 minutes but we were very like stressed at the beginning and like we do when we try to go on site try to make everything very seamless so we, we, seem we arrive early and everything we arrive early yeah. everything was there like i walked in i was talking i met her before like i really vibe with her as a person i she really surprised me in a great way but i wasn't top tier all right we need you back on the pod to redeem ourselves i'm I'd, sorry i don't think we were shit either we weren't terrible no, we're just our hardest critics. Yeah, we're allowed just, to be. We, we weren't. We weren't. We didn't bring our A game that game, which is fine. Some days you have a bad day. Yeah, it just sucks when like both of us do. Yeah, you were, nice you were actually. I didn't think you were bad. I thought you were great, but I just because I was like. So no, because I don't think I was good because I just asked the generic questions that we always ask, and I feel like I don't I, even think I asked my questions. I, I, I don't even think you, I remember. I looked at you at one point. I'm like, you gonna say something? <laughs> I need, we need to find the clip. That's gonna be one of the. Usually, clips. I have questions. Like, yeah. Like, or usually, you say at least the generic ones if you're having an off day. Yeah. Yeah, but you were you were quiet that one, but it's it's tough, right? It's tough because again, it was hot that day. We're like, again, we're in the basement trying to get ready. It's not a space. It's, you know, it's a little bit different. But Ari, appreciate you. You were great. Your music's great. I actually have Baby Doll, the sped up version, on my like newest playlist randomly. I heard it. It just came on shuffle on my phone the other day. And I'm like, you know what? This is going on my November playlist. Okay, you know, it's actually one thing about the episode. And again, I didn't speak on this episode, so I can say it now. But she, someone compared her to Nessa, uh, Nessa Barrett. That's what somebody told me, too. Maybe so, it was she, you no, told she, me that. No, she told, us oh, that. she told us that. She told us that on the episode. Um, that someone compared her music to Nessa Barrett and like she'd like love to like work with her. Um, and Nessa Barrett started up as a TikToker. But like actually has an unbelievable voice. Isn't she dating uh, the that other TikToker, no, the she, Canadian TikTok guy, uh, Josh she Richards? She dated Josh Richards, then she dated Jaden Hostler. There was all these breakups. And who's, who's Jaden Hostler? The one dating Stassi Baby now. And who's Stassi Baby? Kylie Jenner's best friend. Okay. Is she like famous on her own or is she Kylie Jenner's famous best friend now? Kylie Jenner's famous best okay, friend, gosh. but like now has her own brand. Okay. Wow. Oh, it's like the one that had sex with Tristan Thompson. Jordan Woods. Yeah, that one. They're apparently back to being friends. They were spotted out together the other week. <laughs> I'd love to know that too. Oh my God, I love how we're talking about Danny, this. Danny, I really think, I'm like Danny, so I said this like, I was actually serious when I said this to you that you should start like, not a reality like segment or show or something, but something like about pop culture and drama and like something like that like on your own channel and do like a 20 minute segment once a week about vanderpump rules summer house all the tea and all the drama and all or some because okay, like so. <laughs> again i would i would i literally don't care about it even in the slightest so we can't do it here but i feel like you love it and you're so passionate about it that you should do it do you want to hear my weeks like my schedule is like oh dancing with the stars is mondays no isn't it tonight no no it's tuesdays don't oh, worry tuesdays. i got moved that's because abc and football but Sundays was Real Housewives of New York. I'm just gonna tell you this because everyone like this is how insane I am. Oh my god! Why don't we just not do camera? Okay, uh, everyone listening, you're gonna see the pals on the screen. We're behind here. I'm so sorry. I'll add the camera now. Oh, for those listening. And we're back. Oh. <laughs> okay, I got to tell everyone about my schedule. Okay, let's hear your schedule, Danny. Okay, so it's going to change next week because some shows are finishing. But Sundays is Real Housewives of New York, which I love the new cast. 
Okay. Mondays is below deck med now, but usually Mondays is always below deck. Tuesdays is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Dancing with the Stars. Wednesdays was Real Housewives of Orange County. Something's going to have to replace that. I think Winter House. Thursdays is Kardashians. I thought they were tired. No, they have their own Hulu show now, which okay. is so good. And there's another one on Thursdays. You watch this much TV on a regular basis? Wow. I feel like that's a lot. Is I do it? before going to bed. I feel like I watch no TV. I just like all my shows are on right now. It's a good time to be Danielle. Yeah, but then it sucks. I'm like delayed, which is like fine because then I'll have like my days where I can just watch them all. Danny, I'm not kidding. I think you should start not a podcast, but maybe like a little video series on YouTube or something where you just talk about yeah, but like, also, why would someone care about what I'm going to say? There's so many of these already out there. But I feel like there's so many girls exa- or women exactly like you. Yeah, but there's already... Like, I listen to podcasts about these. I know, but maybe you can start your own, like, reality brand. They, wait, how much... Look how much... Ha- look how happy you are talking about this. I just... And I hate that I just... Like, I hate talking about this. You brought this up. This. I know, but I hate talking about this. So I can't even sit here and be like, oh, I get excited for you because it's like... I'm Because you're saying these things, I'm like, this sounds miserable. Okay, like, so this, like... This isn't already going to have happened, but this Saturday, one of the guys I watch on Vanderpump Rules is coming to Toronto. Is he DJing at a toy box or something? Rebel. Oh. Would I love to go? Yes. Is there a possibility I go? Yes. Stay tuned. And you're going to call her daddy. Yeah. But I don't like love Alex Cooper. Like that's a different. So you don't love Alex Cooper, but you love all these reality stars. I don't hate her. I think she's. I think she does a really good job at interviewing people. And I think she's done an unbelievable job of rebranding. Rebranding herself, which like, is very she hard. She went to from do. like talking about just sex, blowjobs, and shit like that to interviewing. See, I, I didn't love Call Her Daddy when like they talked about that, but then since her rebrand and like since she's gone out solo, I like her way much more. And I feel like a lot of women have like evolved with her. You know, yeah. think about how many p- women started listening to them both when they were like in their. But she had to change. Like she's engaged. She's like yeah. And now she York. now she started her own. What's Unwell. It, yeah, what's it called? Like a media company, I guess. Yeah. And she signed Alex Earl. And Madeline R G. And who's Madeline R G? Central C's X. And Central oh Central C's a rapper from the U K. I knew that. You know Central C. Yeah. Sing me a song. Um. I'm, we listen I'm to it in Mykonos because my bitch is gay. Something yes, like thank that. You. Yeah, I was gonna say one. we listened to it in Mykonos. Yeah, I think yeah. I that was like that. TV I know, song. I know that one song from Central C. I'm not a big British rapper guy though. Okay, I'm actually really getting into UK rap right now. Really? At Love Island. Um, no, I was listening to like I was watching Love Island. I shazammed a song, and it's like this UK rapper, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I kind of like this. Oh, there was that fight this weekend, too. Did you watch it? No, but I did ask George about this because I'm very curious. Obviously, Tommy Fury was on Love Island, so I've been following him and Molly May since they were on the show, and I rewatched Love Island that season recently. Um, And, like, I was like, is he a good boxer? Yeah, boxer. Okay, boxer. Yeah, he's a boxer. <laughs> okay, boxer. And George is like, no, he isn't. But then I don't, don't understand all these like YouTuber fights. Like, doesn't that just discredit the actual sport? So wait, George says he's not a good boxer? George says Tommy Fury is not a good boxer. Okay. 
And then, like, it's obviously, why would you... Obviously, like, your family's very into boxing, but your brother is the greatest boxer of all time. Well, not the greatest boxer of all time. Currently, currently one of the best. Or currently the best boxer. He's not the greatest boxer of all time. Okay, I thought he was. Anyways, he's up there. Cool. Yeah, continue. Okay, he's up there. You as a man... If your brother was the greatest hockey player in the world, would you say would you play hockey and be like mediocre? If I'm getting paid, are you why are you? No, do you know how much he got paid? This. Yeah, I know he's. You know getting how much paid he, he's getting paid for this? Like he could go and try and like climb the chains normally, like a normal boxer would, because he's what twenty five or something, twenty six. Yeah, know. baby. So he could go and climb the charts just like every other amateur fighter. And me making 10, 20, 30, 50 grand a fight if he's lucky, maybe 100 or 200 grand because of his name, because he's, you know, Tyson Fury's little brother. But he's fighting YouTubers and making millions. Yeah, doesn't like, I don't understand all these, like, you, because I remember even like, because he did Jake Paul and he did Kiss Eye and he won both. That's what I'm saying, Jake Paul, all those people. And then, like, when like the YouTubers versus TikTokers had that big fighting match that was on that everyone was paying to watch. But that one flopped or something. It did, but like, this one was amazing. What's they did the like, point? Like, does not discredit the sport. No, that's like having like an all-star game with hockey. You're, that's a joke. It's a joke. But this Again, is makes not money. considered a joke. It makes money though. This almost makes more money than what he's probably getting paid for his other fights. Yeah, it does. That doesn't make sense to me. It, again, it's supply and demand. If people want to see it, these YouTubers are bigger than ninety percent of boxers. Did you, Actually, no, they're bigger than ninety-nine percent of boxers. Did you watch the Fury documentary? No. I, I don't. Think, I'm not a boxing guy, though. All right. Well, I'm not either, but Netflix, but you like reality, yeah. Netflix did a great job at obviously picking a great boxer. People want to get to know him, but then also got in a whole other demographic because Tommy Fury and Molly May made appearances in it, and I think that's like it's just genius. Do you watch the Beckham documentary? Not yet, because I want to be. I'm obsessed with him. Obviously, not that obsessed. No, it's I been want out for like two weeks. Yes, but I want to have like time to watch it and actually like, appreciate it. Sounds like you got an hour on Sundays, an hour on Mondays, an hour on Tuesdays, two hours on Wednesdays, an hour on Thursdays. I don't watch all my shows on the right nights. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, I thought that's what you were saying before. With st- no, that's like what the schedule oh. is that it comes out. Like I don't have time to actually watch them all oh. individually. I was gonna say. Like I'm here, I'm missing my show now. Oh my god. But I like waking up in the morning at like seven a.m. Like I'll put one of them on, have a coffee. I can't do that. As I like wake myself up. See, there's, I, I, you, I feel like you're like George in that sense where you can have like a show you really like playing in the background while you do other things. Oh, I don't watch anything seriously. Like everything is while I'm doing something else. So you know, I have to watch I watch seriously. like a show I like while I do my makeup. I feel like makeup. you don't enjoy it though. I do. But they're stupid reality. Why do you think? If I'm going to watch a serious show or a show I actually like, I will not watch it until I have the time. Beckham documentary. I love him. I feel like I watched the whole thing on TikTok already, but I will watch it when I have time. It's really good. So I'm going to watch it Friday night. It was really good. I uh, I really enjoyed it. I did it on the plane on the ride to uh, Dallas, and then I did it, I finished it this weekend, and I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, I have a question for you. We talked about this this weekend. Actually, maybe we're in this conversation. I don't know. But, like, no one, everyone has, like, their hall pass. People were, like, joking around, like, okay, like, would, like, you, like, bang Drake or, like, go out with Drake if you could and you were with someone. Like, do you have a hall pass like that? Even what? if you're in a relationship, like even if oh, it's even just a girlfriend, Dua just Lipa. a girlfriend. Dulipa, are you kidding? Meets Beckham, and I think he gets so much hotter as he gets older. I figured out his awkward age was in his thirties. Tw- uh, 
No. No, as soon as he turned 41. Was it, he was holy like 18. Fuck. I think it was in like 18. No, no, in his 20s, he had like a good stage, but like 30s, a bit awkward, weird hairstyles, weird no, vibe. No, no, trust. Holy I just watched years. the documentary. The guy got better looking with as he got older. Agreed on that? Yeah, better looking. And eight, when he was 18, was no, when he was like 17, 18, was still like kind of a boy. He just did not look good. In my opinion, I don't know. But he's a handsome stallion, yeah. Very good looking dude. I'm just loving this right now. I'm getting you to talk reality with me. I know, but I think that's a good part. That's a good enough intro. People are going to be like, what the hell? Uh, so wow, you, what if people love it? Then you can start a podcast talking about reality. Yeah, but what reality. if our How would we even know listeners? if people love this? I'm going to post a clip about this. Like I'm going to post a clip from this segment. Okay. And we'll see how the engagement is. Okay. And you're going to repost it. Oh, so then, so then I have to repost it, and then, then the engagement. Well, we repost one from this, one from the episode, and we'll see which one does better. Whichever one I repost. <laughs> no, you're gonna repost both. No, because it's not fair. Why? Because my no, because it's my, even my no, because my YouTube audience, my TikTok and Instagram audience is mostly female, so they might care a little bit more about this. Yeah, but then what if they come and listen to the podcast, and that just grows our viewership? Huh? <laughs> Boom! Yeah, I just figured out the algorithm. No, because we've posted <laughs> in the past before. It doesn't. Um, it all depends, right? You don't. We also like. There's a reason why we don't have a million reality stars on this. Then so that's what I'm saying. You should literally actually. The best thing that ever happened to this podcast, and I hope well, it never actually happened. But best thing that ever happened to me was reaching out to Lisa Rinna's people, and they actually answered. Dua Lipa's people, even though they were said no, okay, that cool. was cool. Max Verstappen. Yeah, that was cool. Virgie would have been happy. See, I don't care about Max Verstappen though. I would. I'd get John here. I'd kick you off for that episode. Sure. Or you could just sit there. Sure. Um. Okay. I guess that's that's it. So I hope you enjoyed us speaking. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this long form intro. And, and Ari, I hope you enjoyed not seeing our faces for once. I know that was a good intro too. I like that. Uh, anyways, Ari, thank you again, and we will see you the next time you're back. And Danny, what do we say? Let's fucking go. Um, I guess welcome to the podcast. It's thank nice you having for you having on. me. No, thank you for coming on. It's always exciting at the beginning of someone's tour when they come on because. You get to ask all the tour questions, like what you think it's going to be. And then we get to see later on what it actually yeah. turned out to be. Yeah. And I mean, this is the first show. So, and this is also my first tour ever. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. Why'd you, uh, I guess, cause you did, there's eight cities, nine cities. Um, eight. Eight. Why'd yeah. you decide the eight? Like what's specifically about Toronto? I guess you're going to LA next. Um, Berlin. Oh, wow. I think they were, the, they were the main like pinpoints of a bunch of random cities all over, which I'm super excited for all of them. I wish the thing with me is I wish I could go everywhere. I truly do. Like I love I've only at this point done three shows prior to this, but I like fell in love with it. It was one of the things like I fell in love with right away, just like being on stage and getting to bring all the music to life. So when I got told, hey, Ari, do you want to do a tour? I was like, absolutely and i saw that i saw like all the cities and i was like this is so sick how does it work when you're deciding into like do you pick like i want to do this city this city this city this city based off your fans or do you let the label or like management decide how does it work i'm pretty sure it, it's label and management and just seeing what venues work and like timing wise all the best places to be at that time but once again if it was up to me i would go absolutely everywhere i know I've, we always talk about this when we have musicians on it's like if, if we had any musical talent, we would just tour too and just like be everywhere <laughs> all the time. Like I saw you play Lala. That was insane. Like insane. So I guess that's what, your third show? Yeah, that was my third, that was my third time ever performing in front of a crowd. Were you like nervous as hell? 
Oh my goodness, I was kind of Is nervous. that kosher to ask? Like, can I ask that? No, again? you can ask. I, no, I, I can ask it. anything. <laughs> no, um, I am, you know, fortunate enough to have played a show the night before. I mean, so I, so I did three shows, right? The first one I ever did was May of 2022. And it was, it was a really small show. It was mostly like friends, family, like label people like introducing me to the label. And at this point, I honestly only had two songs out. I think it was like a 20 minute set. So it was like, it was kind of low pressure. Um, it was my first show ever, super nervous. And then I didn't do anything for a while. I didn't do any shows. So I was like, oh my goodness, Lollapalooza is going to be next. <laughs> I've only have one show that's like not, like not that much of a real show. And now I'm just going to be in front of a crowd. So I'm like, shit and bricks <laughs> and then um i got the opportunity to open up for suki waterhouse which also is insane to think about because i'm like eh it's just suki waters but um no it was great and i got to do that show the day before my set so i feel like that just calmed my nerves so much and yeah and then i did Lollapalooza, and i was like hell fucking yeah and i, I just want to keep doing more shows uh, it's honestly amazing that your third show was lala yeah, I can't believe it. Like, are you like walking through like the festival? And like, this is crazy. Oh, did you ever attend Lala? Never. That was my first time at Lala. I'm from New York City, so we have Gov Ball. Okay, and so it's a very yeah, similar kind of thing. Like, you imagine walking through, I guess, Lala, and you're just like, I'm about to be on stage here. Like, that's crazy. No, it was so insane. And I mean, the lineup was just mind blowing. I mean, it was like Thursday. It was Billie Eilish. Um, and then Lana Del Rey played. I'm pretty sure Kendrick Lamar, Red Hot Chili. Like there was huge, there was massive headliners. And I was like, oh my God, I'm also going to be playing this. I was like, me? <laughs> I'm playing Lollapalooza? But it was it was honestly one of the best times ever. I guess, Dan, just cut in whenever you want because I feel like I'm asking all the questions. I'm just <laughs> on a roll. Do. I'm on a roll here. I sorry. I was like, it's okay, go I'm, ahead, I'm just fun. like, I'm on it. Um, so for people who are going to be attending your show, what can they expect? Like, Absolutely. again, because there's not as much, like, live music. Like, yeah. I, I was trying to Google, like, performances and shows beforehand. I couldn't really find too much. And I was like, okay, maybe she's not, like, performing that much, which obviously you just answered. Yeah. But what can people expect? Um, honestly, absolute insanity. Not in a bad way. But something I, I realized that I learned is, like, when I go out there, I just go and do it and kind of put my whole entire soul in it. So I'll, you're going to hear me screaming. You're going to see me just like doing dances. I mean, we currently have this joke, like this ongoing joke, um, the band and I, where I'll just subconsciously do these dances, like always at the same songs. And they started doing it and they kind of like tease me about it where um, there's this one thing I'll do during Baby Doll where I just bring out finger guns and do this. <laughs> and the first time I ever did it was at Lollapalooza. And it was just like a subconscious thing because I get so into it. And every time we rehearse, they just look at me and they go, oh no, finger guns are out. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of everything, um, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. I love that. I was going to ask you, what's uh, your dream venue to play? Oh, my goodness. Dream venue. Honestly, growing up in New York City, definitely Madison Square Garden. I mean, I've always, I feel like this is something you always see on the internet, but everyone's like, oh, are you a fangirl, fangirl? And it's true. I am such a fangirl, and I would camp out for shows pay an unreasonable amount to like the third party sellers and be like, please let me get into the show. And um, I just been to, I feel like every show I've seen at Madison Square Garden was incredible. So if, you know, the day that opportunity comes up, I will definitely be crying on that stage. What was your favorite show you saw there? Ooh, this is a good one. I'm going to have to give it to the 1975. Really? But I have to paint a picture here. This oh, is like, okay. paint it. I'll paint it. It's, it's 2017. 
Fuck, I love how you know that exactly, too. <laughs> it was 2017. You're not even debating this. Yeah, it was, it was June 1st, 2017. Um, it, we were kind of like, I feel like this time of music was, we were coming out that Tumblr era where it was like, you know, The Neighborhood, Arctic Monkeys, 1975, uh, Melanie Martinez, and we were kind of shifting, going towards a more SoundCloud era. So it was just, it was like, it was the time. It was the perfect time for this music. And um, I was, I was like kind of edgy. I was 16 years old. Um, I was like, I like this is gonna be the best show of my life. And just the way everything was, that performance, like the visuals, the lighting. I felt like I wasn't there. I, like skip school too to like go into this concert. <laughs> Did you like line up early, like camp out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Had to be up close. Oh, for sure. Danny, what's your favorite show? I don't think I've asked you this recently. I don't know. Really don't know? Like, she just painted this exact picture, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. to like, the date. I feel date. like a really bad person. I think for different reasons. I think one of my favorite shows I went to, but I don't know if it's, like, controversial now, but Travis Scott. Why would that be controversial oh now? I, I could see why happened. that would be, but yeah. I've also seen Travis Scott. But like, I just had like it was overall on the night it was like unbelievable. He put on a good performance. I feel like he does put. Actually, I've seen like, him it play. It was just but... such a good performance. Like I loved it. Or like, yeah. The only thing know. I hate about rappers is they're always late. Like they're always like late, and I was yeah. like, I get it. It's the thing, but like especially at a festival when they're late, you're just like, imagine like Alala. Like I, I think. I saw a festival I take in Montreal. All that back. I know exactly what my favorite show was. Okay. Mumford and Sons. Okay. Twenty fifteen Niagara on the Lake outdoor concert, largest concert in North America. Okay, that's a good one. It was like June fifteenth. See, I got. Oh the day. wait, I think you're you're making me change my mind now because like I'm unlocking memories now. Yeah, so I'm gonna completely like change my answer. I'm gonna say my favorite show because you were saying it was an outdoor venue, and yes. I was like, I've been to an outdoor show too, and that's like a whole different. Like vibe, I've seen Deftones and and I think it was 2022. It wasn't that long ago, but it was outdoors and it was this venue on a rooftop in New York City. It was a full moon, like the weather was perfect, and it was just like the most unreal experience. Like it I love how you knew unreal. that the it was a full moon. <laughs> it was a, no, because it was it was gnarly. It was like it was like not a, a random full moon. It was like a super full. Like one of those blue or red ones or something. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. huge and like it was kind of foggy outside. It was Deftones. And I was like, is this real? I didn't feel real during that whole show. I was like in the mosh pit the whole time. And I mean, their crowd is so diverse. I feel like um, I grew up loving so much of like new metal stuff and just rock stuff in general. And TikTok kind of brings back, like they, it, like they bring music back and it's like a whole new audience. Well, you were going to start to cut you off. You were saying how it was like that Tumblr era, then the SoundCloud era. Now we're in that like TikTok era. Yes. A song that went viral... Um, who was the one with dog face with the cranberry on the skateboard? What song was that? I'm going blank right now. I don't know. I'm just thinking about uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yes. There we go. Yeah. You know, like, that song was like, it came out like 30 years ago. That no, made a run. Um, Miguel. Yeah, all his songs. Miguel is just like, he hit the billboard top 100 again. Yeah. Was 10 sure years thing. later. Yeah. It was sure thing just because of TikTok. So it's, it's like sound, it's like so the insane. old sounds are coming back. But sorry, I cut you off. Don't even worry about it. No, I love it. No, you were saying um, you were, uh, where did I cut you off? I don't remember now. So about I was talking about moon. TikTok yeah. and no, like the moon, the moon, Deftones, that show. It was super sick. Oh yeah, I was saying the crowd was super diverse because with TikTok bringing in like newer audiences, there was there's younger people, but Deftones is like a '90s band, so there was like old hardcore dudes there, but they were the sweetest people. Like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've been to concerts where the crowd etiquette is just so shitty. Like, like they're just like, don't touch. You're in a mosh pit, and they're like, don't touch me, and you're like. 
I'm sorry. Like, I can't help it. But this crowd, like, there was all dudes that look like they just go to bars and fight people. And they were so the sweet. Nicest they were, like, ever. check up on everyone. Like, is everyone okay? Like, picking people off the floor. And I was like, this is awesome. You say concert etiquette. We went to a concert last week, Jason Aldean at Bud Stage. So Bud Stage mm-hmm. in Toronto is, like, a really big venue that they have all the seats. And then they have a lawn, a massive lawn. And it's... um. So scaled, right? So you can basically, you should be able to it's see the, yeah, it's a hill. You can see the people past the people in front of you. Yeah. So we're always at the back, the girls, I'm with her and a couple friends and like, let's get to the front. So we get to the front and they park their butts right in front. And I'm like, I look behind them and there's like two people, probably a little uh, bit shorter than me. That wasn't me. Yeah. Because, I walked away because I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, we can't, people. we can't, you can't just show up late to a concert and then pick, the and pick a good spot and screw somebody behind you. I'm like, guys, I'm yeah. not standing there. They go, like, oh, just come here. And then you were one of the people that said, come here. So stop. No, no. Okay. Or, yeah. uh, so I'm standing like off to the side on the aisle. Like, oh, come join us. I was like, guys, I can't. There's like smaller women behind you. They can see over you. They won't be able to see over me. I'd feel terrible about this. Considering we're late, and then eventually we found a good spot that was like no, but that's again concert etiquette. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it's so important, and I love that you said that. Where it's like you know, shorter shorter girls behind me. So yeah, like I wouldn't want weird. I wouldn't want to block someone behind me. Because imagine if I'm there and there's like a massive tall person who showed up right in front of me. Like, what are you gonna do? Am I gonna be like, hey, buddy, move? And like he's like way bigger than me and beat me up or something? No, like I'm just gonna like take it. Like, okay, this sucks, right? I don't know, but what do you, uh, like for your shows coming up now, because you're starting this new tour, what do you think your crowd's going to be like? Oh my goodness. Because so, we know what you're going to be like now. We know what to expect from you. What do you think you can expect from them? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm not sure yet, because once again, only did like the three shows really, and first show, a lot of friends, family. Like I seen, I seen grandma at the back of the crowd. I'm like, I love that. Grandma. Yeah. Um, second show was Suki Waterhouse, and we there was two like that hard fans were like Ari Merch, and I was like, I see you. But this is, like, the first, like, you know, besides the festival, this is, like, and also the festival, you know, people are outdoors. They're yeah, going to yeah. stop by. This is, like, the first, like, tickets, like, people are here to see the show. So I have really no idea. But I do, like, do, like, daily live streams. And I've been seeing so many comments of people being, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And I, rec- I, like, I remember people. I remember people that, like, I remember their screen names and their usernames. So I'm just, it, it kind of feels like I'm playing for friends, if I'm being honest. Well, that's when, like, that's what happens when you build a community, right? Like when yeah. you build like an actual legit like following, and you build real fans because you feel like you you know them. And this is because again, this this venue fits what two, three hundred people, four hundred people. Do you know? What? Do you know? <laughs> anyway, so let's say let's say three fifty five, give or take. Three fifty five. Yeah, give or take the exact number. So like you you're gonna recognize some people's faces from these lives, or some people come. They're gonna be wearing your merch. I'm like, wait a second, I recognize you. I cannot. And Daddy wait. just told me you were outside saying hi to people too. Yes, there. There's currently. Um, I'm not sure if there's more, but there's currently three girls. There was f- seven when I walked in, or yeah, something. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, there's three girls outside, and when I first got here, honestly, I was like really jittery, and it's like it's a mixture of nerves, and also I had like two shots of espresso before getting here. I was like, I need that energy, so I'm there, and I'm like, I can't help it. I'm like going in, and I went in fast, and I was like, wait a minute, I can't just, I can't. Like I, I hate doing that. So I went back outside. I was like, hey guys, how are you doing? Be like, hung out for a second, and took pictures. Um, and then they were like, one of our friends is at, is at Wendy's right now. And I was like, tell her I said hi. <laughs> tell her to bring me like like a lemonade. <laughs> no, they were so cute. I was like listening to them while I was waiting outside. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe we saw her. She's so pretty in person. Oh my God, we're so That's excited. So and just like to be there like this early out for you, like that must be a good feeling for you. Like um, to see these fans just like sitting there like. It blows my mind because like that was me at one point. I, I was, was just going to say. I would camp out at venues. So it's like. 
it, it to me like I st- to this day I haven't processed like the kind of like reversed roles because I used to sit out of venues for like hours and I you know I know the winters here are brutal and also in New York I mean we haven't climate change you haven't got crazy uh snow but it was a few years ago there was an actual blizzard and I was camping outside a venue and I remember I seen um it was if you guys know the regrets they came by and the the vocalist of the band brought us all hot chocolate and like I never forgot that like I remember like what she was wearing and like it just warms my heart thinking about it Mm -hmm. so like to see them outside I was like let's I want to talk to them do you think that that's now do you think that how you were as a fan has made you better as like a performer and an artist because you care more because you were once that fan I would say yes. I absolutely would say yes. I feel like I that's feel a rhetorical like... question almost. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, way I, the way I set that up. A lot of people wouldn't maybe admit to like how they were in the industry, like how they were before versus yeah. now how they are in the industry and where they're growing. They're kind of just like, this is where I am. This is where I'm going to stay. Whereas she's using her like past experiences and like making her a better artist. Yeah. Yes. I feel like you, you kind of like understand, but also like know like what people want, you know, because it's like I wanted that at one point. You know what I mean? Yep. 100%. Because as a fan, and Dan, Danny knows this, I'm a big concert goer. I go to 20 to 30 concerts a year. Like, just love concerts. I love everything about live music. And every concert, you see something, you see something a little bit different. Or you see the shows where it's, hey, I came here, this was a show, this person just checked this show off the to-do list and moved on. And you hate those shows because you didn't feel like it was anything special. Yeah. When, you, when you're there, music brings out emotion. It makes people feel something. That's what music does and when you see a performer performing songs that mean something to them you're supposed to feel and if you don't feel it's kind of like okay and i've said this on the pod many times there's like a really like superstar performer that's almost a hometown show in toronto and every time this person comes here i like i I feel like i just i didn't feel anything i feel like he was just oh shoot i said he We'll blurp it out. Uh, this person just like goes through the motions when they come here and it's such a disappointing feeling because i don't feel special i don't feel I don't feel. So when you have someone that's like really cares and does these extra little things to make fans feel, you you feel better. I, I'm saying the word feel a million times, but I hope you guys get what I'm no, saying, right? I feel like that's, oh, yeah. that's so important. I mean, even outside of like live performances, I feel like in making music and making a song, it's so important to kind of be human and show that in the song and convey an actual emotion. So it's not like you listen to a song and it's just kind of robotic. Like, I mean, if you're gonna make robotic music, I mean, AI is, Kind of already well, and over. some songs are, are designed that that don't bring as much emotion out of you, right? Like some songs are just it's a it's a banger, it's got a good beat, and you know it's a couple of vocals that just repeat themselves, yeah. right? Like you see that meme all the time where it's like songs in the seventies. You have like a Prince song with like lyrics as a full page, and then you have "We Run the World" by Beyonce. It's like basically ten lines over and over around again. the world. You know, Daft like, Punk. Oh you know, yeah, around the world, Daft Punk. You have those songs, so that's different. But songs are majority of the time the people writing them and people performing them, they, they felt something doing this. Like Post Malone, I Fall Apart. I don't know if you've oh ever seen goodness. him perform that song. Um, I've seen, oh my, I've I seen your face light, light up, so uh, uh, I'll let you speak. But I did, I saw Post Malone, Golf Ball, 2021, and he did the thing where he came up to the crowd and I grabbed this man. I grabbed his arm. I rubbed his back. Wait, so you were that close at GovBall? Oh, I was. Oh, so I was you were barricaded. there like 10 a.m. Bar- or something. I was barricaded. I love Post Malone, and um, one of my good buddies who's who's worked on a few of the songs on the upcoming project and uh, songs in the past. He um, is one of the biggest Post Malones, like Post Malone fans, and we just talk about him all the time. And we're always like what would we do if he, like, he was just in the room right now? And I'd be like, I feel like we'd be such great friends. He just seems like it's like a down-to-earth, chill dude. And really, I love honestly. that. 
like, I know you watched it, the Call Her Daddy podcast. Did you listen to it with him? Because he doesn't do much promo, right? Like when Post Malone goes around, like you don't see many interviews with him. Like social media, he doesn't. It's just posts like pictures and videos. But yeah. like, you don't see him like talking and really, like engaging. You just see like him signing autographs at the end. You see like stuff from the fans' perspective. But he did the Call Her Daddy podcast, and it was he was. I need to see it. Gentleman, like, like just, just oh the my whole god, time. yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I, I agree. Like, the way he, he was talking, but he was just so. He's an angel. Yeah. Like, you feel like you'd be best friends with him. Okay, well, before I ask my question, just bring staying on to artists, uh, who would you want to work with in the future? Like, who's oh, your, like, dream artist? Can I go, like, and, like sky high? And de- sky dead high. or alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Oh, my goodness. So I feel like I'm constantly saying this, but Lana Del Rey. I'm, like, I'm, obs- I'm always been obsessed with her. It's like, the music is great. Love her story, but just like her personality. I don't know if you guys ever seen like her old tweets. They're so funny. They are so funny. I seen this this one tweet, and it's like this big meme where someone was like she talks about um releasing Young and Beautiful, I think 2013, and someone replies like you're like ugly, that's it. And then she replies and goes, Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) She's just genuinely so funny. I just feel like she's also kept her personality through everything. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if you like seen like all her concerts and tours, like her on stage and the way she's just like she used to smoke so she's oh, she's like, so now she's funny sleeping. now she won't sing unless she like finds it and then, like <laughs> she'll bring her whole personality and she doesn't care what other people think i feel like it's like adele as well you know like adele is yeah. kind of that that person too yeah. no they kind of have the same vibe on uh, like stage presence wise where they're just like they stand they're like they don't really and this is not a bad way at all like they don't really move on stage you know there's there's some people that go like all i mean k-pop for example they're like dancing their lives yeah. away on that stage like lana and adele just like stand there but like it delivers like like the the perform the vocal performance and like the emotion like the visuals just pay off yeah someone that. like harry styles couldn't stand on his stage and just sing his songs and not move you would be disappointed yeah agreed but lana del rey goes and you're just like holy shit that was the best experience uh, agreed <laughs> Agreed. I think I saw I saw Adele in similar situation. She doesn't move. She just stays there and she sings and her voice just transcends. Like it's just wow. Vo- literally voice of an angel. Incredible. It's incredible. Um, on the, I have one on this tour. Uh, what's your what's what spot are you most excited for? Most ex- like out of the whole tour. Yeah. That is so hard to say I because to say. I mean I, know, I, I could know. say something about every single place and why I'm excited for it. So okay, I can give you fair. that because I can't, okay. I can't, oh, yeah, I can't yeah, choose fair. one yeah, place. Yeah, we're setting you up for a failure on that one. <laughs> Fans are going to be like, why didn't you say Toronto? Why didn't you say this place? Toronto. Um, well, I'm super excited to be here today because in um, 2020, over the pandemic, I went to Niagara Falls. And I was so bummed because we couldn't go across the border because of the pandemic. And I was like, dang, like... We're we're kind we're Nate we're like kind of like New York State like upstate New York is so oh yeah it's close. right there like the water is there but like I've never this is my first time ever here and I just everyone here is just so cute and the houses are cute it's like this is one of the cutest like places I've ever every house there's like cute little cats and squirrel I feel like this is like I'm oh, in man, a TV. I'm, I'm gonna send you this clip in, in December when it's <laughs> snowing and miserable and you're like miserable oh this city's so cute crying. like it's not so cute right now I'm like, like oh no but I love being here and then I've been I, I said this a million times today and someone like who knows me from this tour is just gonna shake their head right now but this whole day, I've been obsessing over the fact that you guys say washrooms instead of because we say bathrooms. So I just I just think it's so cute. It's like wa- it's so much more polite. It's Sorry, like, wait. Washroom. Americans say bathrooms. We say bathroom. 
I, they say don't you guys say restroom too restroom and bathroom because like i i feel like when i go to the states i just get used to saying like oh where's the bathroom but here they washroom. say washroom yeah, and there's like washroom. never a bathroom in like public bathrooms so it kind of doesn't make yeah. sense this is very off topic have you tried ketchup chips no i also haven't tried poutine yet but poutine it's nothing special ketchup <laughs> chips you before you leave toronto because i think your shows you have a couple days off right yeah you need to go get lay's ketchup chips I they don't sell them in the states, and they are not that good. They're they're <laughs> honestly that's amazing. our claim to fame, like ketchup chips. No, but like okay, there's obviously like we have the CN Tower, we have Drake, like we've got these things. But ketchup chips is like that one like little minor thing that everyone always knows. Like, how is it not in the states? Because they have poutine in the states too. Some states have poutine, right? Yeah, they should. Lay's but ketchup. I've never chips. heard of ketchup chips. Lay's ketchup chips. We're gonna run across the street after. Maybe we'll get them and bring them back for you. Throw we, them on the stage. Oh, uh, it's they're the best things ever. Not ever, but one of the best snacks. And you don't have them in the states, and it's crazy. Yeah, I, I need to try those. It's have actually you, funny watching Americans try them for the first time because there's like two. They either like them or don't. They're you either like, love them or you don't. Yeah, yeah, love them or don't. Well, we'll see. We we'll catch back. We'll like just be like, okay, I'm back. Here's my opinion. <laughs> what's uh, what's on your rider? What's on my writer? Honestly, I didn't know what to put. I was I was asked the question, and I was like, I'm honestly not. Because it's like, so fresh, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, and I, I'm like, I don't really require a lot. I'm not gonna be like, actually, get um gluten free this and make green sure M and M's, like yeah. sparkling water and this and that. So I was just like, water, maybe like I don't think you guys have high noons here, but like like yeah, a, like a heart. Uh, do you guys have yeah, high noons? Yeah, 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 we, have we high just noons. don't have like we just have them in a. Like party packs. We can't buy them individually. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, just, you know, whatever. Just like, it was mostly beverages. There was like no real snacks I could think of. Ketchup chips. Bring, I'll put it on the right here. Uh, <laughs> we come back, we need ketchup chips. Yeah, what's your go to drink? Go to drink in general, any drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was going to ask something specific to like concerts or drinking or, but I was like, no, just in general, any drink. Uh, any drink i love lemonade like lemonade is one of my all-time favorite beverages really yeah. like homemade or like like no homemade. the ones like from the There's freezer thing like those uh, little tubes and you squish them out and mix them you guys don't have those, <laughs> in the don't have that in the you know what i'm talking about right i'm not crazy <laughs> it's like minute made in the freezer and then it's concentrated so you put it into like a tupperware then you add water and then like Okay. I don't even think Maybe. we anymore. <laughs> I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Um, really? I made it like a month or two ago. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's Canadian. Canadian. Okay, okay, I was like, I was like, um, am I missing something? Wait, what else is there? That's okay. What's things that you have in the states that we don't have here? Like, what's something that you came to Canada? You've been here for what, twenty four hours now? Um, yeah, something like that. We the flight. First of all, the flight was so short that I was asleep the whole time that I didn't feel like I haven't even processed like yeah. I'm in Canada. Have you tried Timmy's yet? Actually. No, but we do have Timmy's in New York. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's not a Toronto. That's not a Canadian thing anymore. <laughs> well, what else is there in the States that we don't have here? Have you noticed like we're missing something here? I don't think. You guys have, we have a lot of similar things. It's New York. But yeah. New York's very New York similar to Yeah, New York has, has a lot of things. The only difference I will say is that I feel like everything here will have like English and then under it, it's in French. French. And everything in, in New York is just, it's just in English most of the time. That's actually just like Ontario though. So that's like not Canada wide. Oh, really? Every state has its own, like, rules and laws. So, like, actually in Quebec, it used to be French and English as well. Mm. But last June, a law just passed by, and it just has to say French. And then didn't Ontario, it says both. It's just the bilingual state, uh, provinces. I didn't know that. I'm learning my Canadian, like, rules right Those now. Those are just, I like, little random cool. facts. Okay, I have something totally not Canada-based, whatever, but you mentioned <laughs> AI, and I've been dying to ask this to an artist. 
but it just got announced that uh, an AI generator, Ghost, was nominated for a Grammy. That's so insane to me. And it was for the Drake and the Weekend song that came out. And it how? wasn't Drake and the Weekend, it was AI. And it's by Ghostwriter. And like, how does that make you like feel as an artist? Like, do you... I mean, it's so... I feel like AI is definitely question, so new and like constantly evolving and, you know, just gaining greater like capabilities but it didn't hit me until so i have like this big like discord community with a bunch of people that listen to my music and i'm always like online and you see like someone is making i don't know make the weekend sing this song or that song so random artist but um someone made one of me singing a song that i've never sang and it was so like real and that was the first time it like actually hit me that like this is this is a thing like this is technology that can do things like this and it just blew my mind it's kind of scary but at the same time i mean i don't know i'm not i'm not against that i'm not opposed to it. i think it's it's really cool but i do think ai will kind of never be or not i can't say never because you never know but at least when i heard it i was like this this is like similar but there's like this uncanniness to it where i'm like you know i would never sing the song this way you know it doesn't exactly capture those emotions but i do think it's really fascinating so to build on this, I've um, we've had a lot of musicians on the podcast, and I always love asking, like, are you the type of musician that loves like the music side, where you get to just make music and be in the studio and do that, or you do like the performing side, where you get to connect with the fans and do all that stuff? And with AI, like you, prior to maybe two or three years ago, you wouldn't think that there's a, any live aspect to it. It's just they can yeah. make mu- AI can make music. But do we remember the hologram at Coachella like three or four years ago oh my with Tupac? Yeah, like, that is something that AI could potentially do, but I don't know. At the end of the day, there's nothing better, in my opinion, than watching someone sing the, your favorite song. Like yeah. your person sing the song that means so much to you. And tonight, you'll see you'll have all these fans like singing your song word mm-hmm. for word, and maybe to them it meant something so deep or so much more than you even thought it would meant uh, thought it meant to you when you were writing it. But again, it's like that's something that AI will never be able to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like it's it's so important to have. If like human connection, if that makes sense, like nothing, I don't think technology can ever, you know, replicate like a human to human kind of connection or bond. So, yeah, again, because it's not human, right? It's it's so like, I know it's it sounds computer. so <laughs> I know it don't sound so obvious, but sometimes again, like you said, you heard your voice. And that sounds real. That doesn't oh, sound like a computer. It's so scary. It's so scary. And you're like, wait a second. So did cool. I sing? Did you second guess yourself? I'm like, wait, did I ever sing this song? Did I ever do this? It's so it's so odd because it's like, um, it was actually a Nessa Barrett song, okay. and I, I like, I think Nessa's music is so cool. But it, like, there's kind of a similar vibe between like her music, my music, and so when I heard it for the first time, I was like, this sounds like a song that I would sing. Like, this sounds like me. Like, and it was me, but it, like, add to set me? list. <laughs> I was like, add to set list. No, it was, it was really insane. Well, speaking of set list, what, uh, I don't want to get, oh, I guess this will be released after the it's show. It's released after. Yeah, it's released after the show. What's your set list look like and how do you, I guess, create it? Oh my goodness. Um, so once again, making the set list and just putting all the songs together live for the first time felt like a dream because once again, fan, super like fangirl. I'm like, I can't wait to like perform this live. But I'm doing pretty much every song that I've ever released plus some stuff coming up on the project. And um, one of them is actually not out until Friday. So I think like this show is one of the only shows that has it like while it's pre, still yeah, un- yeah, like yeah. pre-release which i think is really cool it's called berry i've been teasing it like crazy so i'm super excited for that 
But um, yeah, I think the way it worked was like, at least in my brain, I was like, you know, let's keep energy going. I do have slower songs. I was like, let's put that in between, but also have like those energetic songs. And of course, always end with, you know, the biggest one that everyone knows. I feel like everyone kind of does that. Yeah. Um, this is one I actually have never really asked, but now I'm, I'm getting some excited. When you decide to do an encore or if you mm. are going to decide to do an encore, is it pre-decided or are you just going to go with the flow? I, I'm pretty sure they're all pre-decided. Well, sometimes they're not. Like, <laughs> I think like, like the song's always pre-decided. Well, but like the last time an encore wasn't pre-decided? Watch the throne. And they played, <laughs> do, you, do you remember Jay-Z and Kanye toured Watch the Throne and they played, it goes in player, I don't know how you say it, but in Paris, I guess it's called. And like, depending on how crazy the show was, they would play it a certain amount of times. So in Chicago, they played in Paris eight times. Yeah, I see. That clip was insane to me because each time, like, the hype never died. No, it didn't. And, and it's, it's like, like it, they just kept getting. It was. It so was like, if in your crowd, if your too, crowd is is as hype as that, are you not gonna be like, bam, let's, let's roll it back, again. do it again, let's freaking do it again? You know what? You completely changed my mind. If that, if like people were going crazy, I'd be like, guys, let's do it. <laughs> let's like, do it again. I, if I was a performer and. I'm wrapping up my show. Mind you, in my mind, I'm a performer. In the shower, I'm a performer. If I was playing like my 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 song and the crowd's going nuts and like one more song, I'd be like, guys, come on, give them one more. Let's just do it. We got two days off tomorrow. Let's do it one more time. And they're still going crazy. I'm like, one more. I don't know. That's just me. I love how this is like an actual. Like this definitely has happened. Like, <laughs> you're like performing the shower. You're like oh, guys. Stop. All right, we still we still got more hot water. Okay, we fine. still got more hot water. One more time. No, I guess. To wrap it up, we're nearing that time. What's, uh, I guess, after the tour, what's next for you? I guess this new project? Um, yes, this new project, which I'm super excited for. And I mean, just new shows. Like I said, this is my first tour ever, which I'm super excited for. But I just want to do more shows. More. I, I know like it like technically didn't even start yet because <laughs> I haven't even gotten stage. But I feel like my goal, at least for this upcoming year, is just go around and do more shows because I just I also want to meet everyone and just be able to go everywhere or as many places as I can go so new music more shows that encore that's what's next <laughs> I hope I hope one of these shows the crowd's going nuts and you think about this exact conversation but like, you know what I remember those two people from Toronto that said if the crowd's crazy we should do one more and you look at the band like guys one more like one more I'm like Ricky and Denny said so <laughs> do it <laughs> <laughs> but Ari, appreciate you coming on. We wish you the best of luck on this upcoming so tour. Much. If people want to find out more about you, the tour, your music, where can they go? How can they find you? I mean, it's anywhere. All DSPs, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, every single. There's so many platforms at this point, but any platform, the internet, always release some music. If you want to hang out, I mean, I do live streams all the time on TikTok, on all social media. I'm always just, just like hanging out. So just say hi. We love the show. <laughs> we love that. Thank you for coming on. Thank you Thank for being you for a pal. Me. Good luck on the rest of this tour. And uh, I good guess. Good luck we'll, tonight. Yeah, good luck Thank tonight. Thank you, guys. And then we'll see you next time you're in Toronto, hopefully. We'll do it. And I will tell you how those ketchup chips were. Woohoo. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. Peace.